I can't believe you sat him! Okay, guys, it's finally here, the 102 and Crew Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bernard Price. Catch me every Thursday morning. Uh, we're going to go over the 102 and Crew results, surprises, player reactions, of course, the fab waiver wire, uh, the standings, whoever our guest is, and any hot takes that they have to bring. Uh, today, we've got our co-host, Charles Cox, joining us here. Uh, Charles, how's it going over there? Going well. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Uh, has the uh, how did the first week treat you there? Feeling good after the uh, after the first week? Yeah, I mean, any any time you can start a fantasy year out with a win, no matter you know circumstances, how you got there, what had to happen, it's always it's always a good time to start out that uh, season with a win. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, my first question for you here is, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Drinking anything over there? Uh, you know, I had a Dr. Pepper. Um, a Dr. Pepper? No, I, we were, I was just talking about getting some bourbon, but um, ended up just, you know, participating in some other activities. <laughs> that, very understandable, especially <laughs> what's night, Wednesday night? I, I don't even know what tonight is. Indeed, it is Wednesday. It's way <laughs> Wednesday. I think I'm going to crack a, uh, a podcast first uh, as our uh, picture shows. We're not quite sponsored, but... There's that Miller light there. Nice. I heard it. That was good. Mm. All right. So let's get into the, uh, the first week of 102 and crew fantasy football here. Let's check out some of these results. I think this week, just to give everybody kind of an overview, uh, I want to go over results, some player reactions, some waiver wire stuff. Uh, we'll just see how it goes and we'll see what kind of hot takes old, uh, Char lesbian has here for us today. <laughs> Uh, so the first game here, uh, let's check out that. <laughs> nice. First game. You can edit that out if you need to. Sorry. <laughs> we got Charles Cox, Natter Price versus Clovid nineteen. That was a uh, that was a kind of a I wouldn't say quite a low scoring game, but not quite a high scoring game either. Um. I, th- I saw that. Uh, what the uh, your two your top two quarterbacks kind of match up the same there. Yeah, uh, Jackson kind of went off a little bit for Clovid. Other than that, the uh, the middle of the range guys there for you guys were kind of uh, kind of not showing up. Uh, yeah. See if I can get it up here. Uh, good showing here from Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes kind of matched up. Um. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon. Let's see here. Any standouts? Lamar Jackson, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, they're going to be your workhorses over there for Clover this year. We'll see how far the two-quarterback strategy takes them. What do you feel about the uh, two-quarterback strategy going early on two guys? Obviously, the number one and number two. You think it's going to pay off for them? I don't know. They started the first <laughs> first uh, game with a loss, so not a great start. <laughs> Um, that's what happened about with the co-host, uh, the first game here, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And they, and they also spent half their entire, uh, auction budget on those two players. So it could help hurt their depth unless they work the the waiver wire. So we'll see. That is, that is very true. That is very true. (laughs) But Um, I don't hate it. I do like the fact that you got Roethlisberger. I have a little, a couple of stakes in Roethlisberger. I think he could have a very good season moving on here. 
Um, I kind of see that 18 and three is a kind of a basement for him or as a floor for him. I mean, he might go a little bit below that, but not too far. And then yeah. Watson, probably a top four quarterback this year. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I want to go over here. Logan Primo, Charles, uh, Cameron Nicholson. Wow. So it's weird to see that name. Gay Price and allergic to waffles. <laughs> Oh, wait, that is uh, next week. God damn it. Why does this keep doing this? My computer's so slow. <laughs> uh, let's go to Team Hutchins versus the Charm City Consolationers. We've got Nate versus Matt. Uh, we got Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. Josh Allen showed out really well for Laxer this week. Uh, let's see here. Teddy Bridgewater showed out, you know, decently. Um, did have, however, Robbie Anderson, the stack there, with Teddy Bridgewater, Laxer did. Uh, how do you feel about that stack? That's a, that's an interesting stack. Uh, middle, mid NFC South, low NFC South stack. Any thoughts that, on that? That caught my eye for more than just being a Panthers fan. You know, he, he was feeling a little Robbie Anderson play, and he got a lot of targets. He had a big touchdown. They had a connection early on. That might be a, a good pickup for him. And, um, obviously, I don't know if he can play Teddy all year, but if he's going to play mistake-free football and use his legs a little bit, his his ceiling could be like 17, but he may not get higher than 25. <laughs> That's true. We'll see how that arm develops. I mean, if that if the legs develops, then he could be valuable. The Josh Allen pairing there, I mean, that's honestly where you're going to get your legs on this team from Charm First City Consolation. Uh, the thing, uh, uh, by the way, that score is 126 to 130. Nate, uh, with the super value team here, uh, and they honestly scored like a value team all in the teens. Uh, Evan Ingram even had a good day for a tight end at 9.3, nobody above 19.7, nobody below 9.3. Uh, I think that's you get what you pay for, frankly, uh, and that would be a four point loss. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next one, uh, Nicholson. Versus uh, Chris. Chris, why bother? I mean, it's only a 10-point loss. Don't be so down on yourself, Chris. Uh, honestly, Nicholson didn't show out that well this week. Uh, nobody, again, scoring in the 20s for him. Uh, another probably the number two value team here. Nobody scoring below 8.1. Nobody scoring below 19.8. Um, the upside, I will say for Chris here, um, I don't know what you think about this strategy, Charles, but the Saquon Barkley – Ezekiel Elliott stack early on in the draft. Uh, any thoughts about spending that money there? I think uh, I think having a good running back core is very important. You know, he had a very bad start with Saquon. Like, I don't know if anybody could have anticipated him starting off that terribly. But Steelers' defense is good. He's working his way back into it. Uh, Giants are going to be a slow crawler this year. I don't know if he's going to have quite the dominant year he did two years ago, but We'll see. I mean, I think he's got enough pieces otherwise to stave off Sacco. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, to have those two powerhouses and get, still get Sacco would be such a shame. Uh, the Antonio Gibson, you know, is kind of a player that stands out at the flex position. Uh, he could certainly have a high ceiling, although he did only get – how many carries did he get last week? Uh, nine attempts, 36 yards. You know, he's going to have to touch the ball a little bit more for that uh, team in Washington there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But we'll see what Bryce Love does if he ever gets healthy, too. 
Yeah, that's going to be an interesting backfield. It's it's interesting that the Antonio Gibson and Carryon Johnson who's got it flex. So uh, Chris was really went with the studs at the running back spots and then the uh, running back by committee teams at the flex spot. So that's a interesting combo there. Absolutely, and one of his uh, one of his picks that honestly could make or break you know how you know, kind of his season might navigate is Hayden Hurst. You know, we'll see if he's able to get any of those red zone targets that Austin Hooper was getting tons of. So it's possible. I forgot he was even on the Falcons until like a day ago. And I was like, oh man, he actually might be a good stash slash play going forward. Actually with uh, that uh, Matt Ryan and those other good receivers there, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, they scored what 25 week one. We'll see if they can improve on that. I will say I, I was jealous of the Marvin Jones pick. I think I should have taken him instead of Cooks, who um, may or may not uh, already be off my team there. <laughs> yeah, That's probably a bad move on my part. Uh, so, but we were—you did mention Saquon Barkley, uh, that slow burn in New York. That does bring us to an interesting team here. Maybe the most interesting situation of all of Week One. Ben Rufflesbanger, uh, our boy there in the CLT, Dennis, for Seam Lick. Uh, did you check out this matchup at all? It was 132.78, 133.5. So Lick won by less than a point. Did you check out the lineups at all, that matchup at all there? Yeah, it was a uh, it was an insane nail-biter. He had a big performance by Juju that <laughs> – I didn't anticipate, and and something else had to happen as well. Um, uh, well, and an interesting fact, Juju did have a monster day. And Juju, that uh, – well, I think it was like $26, $27 that uh, was spent on Juju. $26, yeah, because I feel like I should have spent 27 on him when Lick got him. I yeah. think that's $26 well spent. Uh, I will say, however – there was one dollar that was very unwell spent by Ben Ruthlessberger, and that was on Golden Tate. Yeah. Uh, and literally anybody that he could have played in the whole game in that flex spot would have won him that game. Oh, that's right. But he, but he didn't want to drop the one dollar player. So we'll see how that works. That I will say, Cotton, that's an interesting strategy. Any thoughts on the uh, not dropping to stud Golden Tate and uh, taking the L there in the season? Ah. Uh. No comment, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting move. We'll see. Uh, you know, that's probably going to be the move that's talked about the most late in the season. If Ruthless Banger is in the top, I would say seven or eight. I mean, if he's in the top seven or eight, which is pretty likely, I agree. For the league, it's going to be a pretty talked about move. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you look at his team, he's stacked at receiver, he's solid at tight end, he's pretty solid at running back. Doesn't have a bench to kind of work with his, you know, other flex and other flexes, but you know, he'll he can navigate his way on yeah. the waiver wire. There, that's kind of unfortunate. Say what? Yeah, Mike Williams on the bench there, so that's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's eight point nine points. Well, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that's true. He he. He got uh, – I know he had four catches for 69 nice yards, but I'm not sure how many targets he had. Yeah, we'll see how long uh, how long he's in value there. Um, I'm interested in his outcome as well, Dennis. Just to, I'm actually interested in both Tate's 
and Williams outcome. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, to the next game, uh, we've got my game, uh, Mr. Bernard Price versus allergic to waffles. Uh, the Sacco last year or two years ago, actually, excuse me. Um, we had our first repeat Sacco last year. Mr. Uh, Daniel has been gracious enough to entertain us the Sacco two years. 125 to 102 was the final score there. Uh, again, we had kind of the Chris, I would call it strategy. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. And then, but the real killer here is is Miles Sanders was drafted early there. Spent all the money on those two guys. Miles Sanders didn't play week one. Um, at that point, you're kind of digging yourself out of a hole, honestly. Um, I think this team has a lot of kids on the future. You might see uh, allergic to waffles and some of my hot takes here in the future. Who knows? All right. But uh, I, I'll just say from my experience, I'm pretty excited that nobody on my team scored below 10. Again, we didn't have any 20-point players. You might even call my team a value value team. Well, uh, McC- I mean, yes yeah. and no. You got, you know, big potential Will Fuller. Edelman's going to click with Cam at some point. You got a solid two QBs you can play that have good floors. Um, Mixon, we'll see. But if he's good, him and Jones will be a good combo. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, I'm, I want to see how Mixon develops. Mixon's development is obviously going to be number one on my radar this year. Hey, so, thoughts on you not having one one dark skin uh, wide receiver? <laughs> yeah, my bench is stacked. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready for some guys to pop off. I'm ready for some guys to pop off here. Yeah, you've got two. Uh, yeah, you've got. Uh, yeah, I like the bench. It's hard. It's so weird saying a bench is stacked with three bench spots, but it is. Uh, it is a good bench. Yeah, the three bench box this year is interesting. That. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that kind of affects the waiver wire this year. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a hot waiver wire. Very. Speaking of waiver wire, we've got one more game to cover here. Um, it does include Champ Daddy, Team Nowinski, number one, first Sacco, champion, first last uh, in 2019, 164-99.66. Both kind of picked up right where they left off. Uh, Nowinski's only only saving grace right now is Chris, unfortunately. Uh, Cam, I will say, loving the Cam Newton pick by Dan. Yeah, uh, he stole from me. Uh, the Cam Newton pick, Daniel Jones pick, high high upside. Odell Beckham, tough tough one there, tough one there. AJ Brown again, a tough one. Uh, I think guys like that are really going to bounce back. So we'll see what what the future holds for Dan. Any thoughts on this matchup? Man, it was just over from the start. Um, it, it was, you know, Rector's team went went off. Dan's team had a bad week, kind of an okay time to have a bad week when you're going to get railed no matter what for law of average purposes of how your team's going to play. So you take the small wins, just spin it in perspective, and, you know, Rector's got one of the best teams on paper right now, and that's just that. He really does. Let's see. You've got uh, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, the number one quarterback last week. I think uh, right behind him was Jared Al- or Josh Allen and somebody else. I think Matt Ryan always going to be looking to pass as long as he's not throwing picks and he's actually throwing touchdowns. He's going to be a good start. Uh, Cook, Eckler, you know, a couple studs there running back. 
Mark Andrews, actually the number one scoring tight end, if I'm not mistaken, this week, followed by Dallas Goddard, who's on yeah, the was Unfortunately, I mean, who would have thought to start Goddard over Ertz? You got both of them. It's, it's tough to start both of them. It is. <laughs> but they were both damn good. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, those are all the matchups. Uh, real quick, we're going to run through the waiver wire uh, from the bottom to the top here. Uh, Lick got Trubisky. Peterson went. Uh, Anthony Miller went. Frank Gore went. Miles Gaskin went. Uh, Miles Gaskin went for $17. As far as I can tell, Nowinski's the only one that bid on him. So $17 spent there for Nowinski. I did the same for Corey Davis. Yeah, $20 spent on Corey Davis. Oh, man, yeah. Hopefully $20. Oh, I didn't even see that. Hopefully $20 well spent there. The way I rationalize is last year we had – I bid on 10 people – or like $10 all the time last year. That was like a tenth of my budget. Early on, so I was thinking, well, shit, we're playing 200 this year. Might as well try to keep it like prorated, I guess. Sure, sure. But could bite, could come back to bite me. <laughs> I could have bid like two dollars. <laughs> well, you got 200 bucks, so at the end of the day, that's only what 10 percent of your of your stack. Yeah. Uh, Benny Benny Snell for Lick is gonna probably gonna be a good buy there. 24 dollars. Uh, you know, you gotta pay. You gotta pay for what you want. So I understand paying for Benny Snell. Sammy Watkins uh, for Champ Daddy Year, $51. Um, what was your stat that you threw out earlier? Who was the second closest bidder on Sammy Watkins? Oh, it was uh, – I think it was Logan at $5. Yeah, $5. So, hopefully that's uh, 50 or 49 whatever, 40-whatever, $6 well spent there. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's $46. You know, he's going to have to be – the clear number two receiver for the Chiefs. I will say it's a hot, it's a hot offense. You know that's an offense you always want to buy stakes in. So you're gonna to have True. to overpay for to get them. So we'll see how it, pay, how it works out. Uh, we've got one more. Obviously, probably the hot topic, the second hot topic of the week. Behind Dennis, not starting Golden Tate. I mean, it's not starting anybody. Literally, literally anybody other than Golden Tate. I don't understand. <laughs> Um, there. Uh, let's see, real quick. Uh, we do. I think our guest is actually here. I just want to introduce real quick um, our our surprise guest this week, uh, the reigning champion, only been playing fantasy football for four wins for four years, which means winning one out of four. That's a twenty five percent championship winning rate. Uh, here on the phone, here on the podcast with us is Matthew Rector. What's up, fellas? Yeah, what's up, dude? How's it going? We're doing well. Did you catch any of our uh, any of what we've been talking about here? I've been here a minute, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's not so, daddy, it's Charles. <laughs> <laughs> You're the enemy this uh, week, my friend. Opening statement here. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun playing fantasy football. I uh, get to hang out with my buddies a little bit. Every once in a while, you get a carrot or a man in underwear um, out of the deal, so can't go wrong there. Yeah, it's just a good time. Good good, uh, good reason to watch teams you normally wouldn't watch, like the Panthers, you know. <laughs> the Dolphins, yeah. Whenever they're on that the, the 4 o'clock game, I'll watch them occasionally. 
I'll never get that lucky. Good stuff. Well, welcome to the podcast, Matthew Rector, Champ Daddy, the Daddy. Uh, I think I think Clint refers to you as his Daddy sometimes. Uh, what, are you first. <laughs> what are you drinking over there tonight? We just uh, just cracked a cold ultra. That's all I know. There you go. Always a good choice, the Mick Ultra. How are you feeling about uh, your repeat chances this year? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I feel the injury bug's going to bite me. I drafted Cook. I like him a lot, but uh, he's on fragile legs. And uh, I know uh, we've got a couple older quarterbacks. They're good ones, but you just don't know how long their legs will hold up. Fair enough. I think uh, we're there. there. If it comes down to a points tiebreaker, I've got a shot here for a little bit. I was going to say, you you scored pretty well week one. Uh, Looking pretty good coming out of the starting gate here. We hung in there. You scored. uh, Will you have a down week week four? uh, And then you drop back to second place right behind that was 133. So, not too bad, not too bad. And, well, you also only allowed 99.6. So that's, a, that's a nice little cherry on top for you. That tough defense is what I hang my hat on. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, there was one big move. Uh, what, Monday night? Is it, is it Monday night? No, it's Tuesday night. Tuesday night, there was a big move. There was uh, a winning bet for Naeem Hines. And I'll tell you a funny story. I went to bed that night at like I don't know, 1 a.m. And at first I started out Naeem Hines at like 10 bucks. And I'm moving up like 12, 15, 20. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to get, I'm going to spend up for this guy. I'm going to get this guy. And I bid $30 for him. $30. He went for uh, a rich 69. So I don't know what I was thinking, honestly. I wanted him. I think he's, uh, I think he's Eckler number two. He's got good hands. We know that from watching him live for a few years together. Um, he's with Philip Rivers, who put Eckler on the map. I think he's uh, he's going to catch a lot of passes. I think that's a pretty fair. Assessment. And in this in this uh, PPR league, that's what it's all about. Very true. Very true. Charles, how how did you feel about that? Did you? Uh... Did you get in, in on the Naeem Hines bidding war here? Uh, I didn't. I I felt uh, I felt like he was going to be too rich for my blood, uh, and indeed he was. Um, so I focused my efforts on someone that no one else even thought to a bid on. So. <laughs> <laughs> like old Corey Davis for Tennessee. It's I will tell as I've told somebody in another league, it's tough to own a Tennessee wide receiver. I've been saying for five years, I will not own Corey Davis. <laughs> well, hopefully that's a $20 well spent. Uh, and I will mention here that not only did you spend $69, it may have been the most effective bid of the whole week. You 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 spent 69 The second best move was 67 The next one was 62 I mean, if you hadn't gone 69 you might have lost. Yeah, I went uh... – Actually went with the sixty nine as a little homage to the uh, team name last year, so uh, that's that's where my head was there. Sixty nine, Daddy coming through again here, week one. Thinking with the right head, Rector. 
<laughs> That's right. We got 200 free agent bucks. It's a little experimental thing. I didn't feel like there were a whole lot of holes that needed to be filled, so I might as well spend it. You doubt you spent at least what 110 on your top two picks. That's at, at, at least spent one, 120. 120. Yep, there you go. So that leaves you with 80 for the rest of the year. Uh, that leaves you with, I guess, with your bidding rate, one more player. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All you gotta get, do is get to the playoffs, and then I guess anything can happen. So, especially with Schmammy Schmockins out there. I like it. It was uh, – I toyed with uh, what to bid on him. I wanted to make sure I got him. It clearly worked. It was a little more, a little much, but it worked. Um, I think Mahomes is going to take another step this year that no one's seen. I mean, he's been good every year, but this year he's much more methodical in his approach. And nine targets, I mean, how do you turn that down? Especially in an Andy Reid offense. You're going to get nine targets mm-hmm. every game. I mean, you're going to get a touchdown one, two to every three games at least, probably. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Might have to uh, carry that Matt, that Matt Ryan spot there. I'm digging, I'm digging my Matt Ryan spot, especially uh, double dipping with Ridley there. Ridley uh, popped off pretty hard this week. Speaking of Ridley – I think What's the? Uh, he was number two. I'm not sure who number one was. Really did really well. I mean, he outscored um, Julio Jones out there. Was um, was Adams number one? I guess this week. Pretty sure. Yeah, Atlanta got. Uh, I don't guess thrashed, but a two touchdown game, and I believe they had three wide receivers over twenty points this week. So they're going to be yep. flinging it. Yeah, they only scored what? Uh, 25, I think. I mean, they, they probably left a couple of points on the board out there. Yeah, so imagine when they get to click yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what you said, but absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it cut out. <laughs> um, let's see here. Ch- uh, well, here, but speaking of Ridley, Rector, here's my question. What's uh, Ridley's value out there on the trade market? Or, if not Ridley, what other players uh, should teams be targeting out there on the trade market? You know everybody's for sale over here. Trading is my favorite thing to do. How does your uh, – what's your block look like these days? Uh, the hot up there? I'll trade. I'll trade anybody. I've had a couple offers this morning. I've sent a couple offers this evening. Just, uh, I'd rather trade than do just about anything. Any, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Chuck knows I mean it. Fair enough. I think we all know that you mean that. I think we all have a group me and a text with you. That's right. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's, the, what are some hot names out there? Always, uh, always stud running backs. Everybody wants a good running back, especially a ca- uh, uh, pass catching back. I think. Uh, you go ahead. I mean, every every time you look at a football field, there's there's three to four wide receivers on every play, and there's most time only one running back. So you've got plenty of people catching the ball, but you you got to go after that big name running back. 
That's very true, especially with uh, guys like Saquon not doing very well week one uh, on a team with a stack with Zeke. Or even uh, – Yeah, Sa- Saquon was a letdown for sure. Or, yeah, or you got a trio of studs with Miss Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, uh, Miles Sanders over here with uh, allergic to waffles. You got to wonder if uh, a couple of guys like that are in the trade market out here. You never know. He's he's a quiet one there, old Logan. He is a quiet one. I'm supposed to be having mojos with him sometime here soon, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see if we can get him listening to the podcast at least. Logan, if you're listening to this, I miss you, bud. <laughs> Always missing him. Any? Uh, we're about to close the guest segment here, but we're gonna we're gonna finish up here. And Rector, I've loved you so much here that we want to keep you on to the end. If if you're available, are you available for about three or four more minutes? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome, awesome. Any last uh, any last words before we we jump out of the guest segment from the champion, the one and only, the uh, the guy that's only been in the league for four years. I can't even believe it. Already winning championships out here. Somebody's got to win them. Somebody's got to win them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot, had a lot of had a lot of people in my. Had a lot of people in my corner last year. I think everybody was was tired of some stuff. So I'm just glad I, I'm here for the people. I'm here for the people. For the people. Absolutely. <laughs> we appreciate that. All right. Moving on. Let's move on to the standings here. Uh, just to recap the standings, we've got Champ Daddy at first. Scoring a whopping 164 in the first uh, week. Uh, 30 points more than second place. Uh, from there on, we've got a kind of a bunch up here. Uh, we've got Lick. At second, Laxer at third, uh, Natter Price here at fourth, Bernard Price, Gay Price, four, five, six. The, the triplets there bringing up the uh, rear of the uh, the winning column this week. Uh, Ruthlessburger, 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 Ruthlessburger. Could be in second place right now. Could legit, I mean, if he's starting anybody, then Golden Tate, he would be in second place right now. Not to harp on that weird detail. Uh, Nathan Hutchins, Cloven 19, Cloven 19. I can't wait till we have the podcast where both of those co-owners are on there. That's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> We've got uh, Logan at 10, Nowinski at 11, Chris at 12. You know, you've kind of got to got to think that 96, 99, 102 are in the Sacco race. But I wouldn't count out one of 15 either. Cloven 19, double quarterback strategy order. Early on, we'll see if it pays off. Any uh, any thoughts on the uh, any hot takes on the standings here, boys? Rector, the hot take king. You, you go ahead and go first. <laughs> I think uh, anybody you think is going to improve their position uh, by the end of the season? Yeah, you got always got to worry about uh, old Nate Dog there. When he can uh, stay awake, he's dangerous. So I'll see him moving up. Uh, was anybody there to check check on Nate this year? That's maybe why you got so many good deals. <laughs> uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck, any 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 risers or fallers you you're suspecting by the end of the year after just a quick week one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a tough a tough L with everything that happened. Um, yeah. off and, say that again. Uh, and, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but basically, a rough week, barely losing because of a couple of players. And then I, I can't remember if we mentioned or not something about Golden Tate. Not, well, 
it. Um, the, <laughs> um, he keeps his head down and keeps going. Like he could actually have a pre season, I think. I think he. I think the, the moral of the story here, as Charles is kind of cutting in out a little bit, is that he his hot take is here is that Dennis is uh even sitting there at number seven with that I don't know that mental error there he'll he'll uh, he'll improve on the season. So we'll yeah. see how Ben Ruthlesberger goes. All right, guys, uh, I think we're about to time to wrap up the first uh, twenty two and crew fantasy football podcast hosted by Bernard Price and Charles. Uh, and and Matthew Rector, our, our first, I think, amazing guest, uh, future co-host. Who knows, Charles? Future co-host. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen here? Uh, any hot takes? Had a good time. Any hot takes before we uh, depart here? Yeah, um, Rector, I'm coming for you this week, and and no way you score like that two weeks in a row. So prepare. <laughs> You got my Venmo, baby. Send me a little money right. there if that's what you think. I was hoping that you'd say that so that we could do something official over the air. <laughs> what you got? Just just 10 on it. 10 on it, straight yeah. up. Before we go, let's each pick up. Let's, let's put a player head-to-head, too. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, let's do it. From our from our own, we may have to look at that more seriously. Let's uh let's DM. All right, that'll be fine. <laughs> right there, any uh, any hot takes over there from the other corner? Uh, let's see. If Chuck's coming for me, I I, I know he knows that I'm not going to swerve. So we'll just we'll be right here waiting. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm good for a good game of chicken. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I'm going to depart here with my uh, my hot take. I think Logan, I think Logan, I think Logan might win this week. My hot take is that Logan won't be Sacco at the end of this year. That's my hot take. There it is. Who's he play this week? Oh, I see. Gay Price. Yeah, the big dog, big dog well, with the value. the type gay prince, but it's, I can't, I can't it's believe I would throw my brother under the bus like that. But <laughs> hot takes are hot takes. He can be your second cousin. Everybody's everybody's fantasy idol there is who uh, Waffles has this week. Well, maybe uh, fantasy idols allergic to waffles. <laughs> That's a good possibility. <laughs> hot takes over hot cakes. <laughs> hey. Do you guys have any uh, any player reactions from the week? Any players that uh, that you thought really stood out from the uh, the crowd? Man, I think, I mean, I think Kyler Murray is going to be like what makes Nicholson really good at the end of this year. It's going to piss me off, but that's that's a big one that stood out to me. How his connection with DeAndre Hopkins is going to be. I'm excited for it for me for having Hopkins, but worried on the other side. <laughs> yeah, I think Hopkins is, is one of the biggest takeaways from week one, honestly. 14 receptions. Scored over 20 points without even scoring a touchdown. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm just going to say, uh, Rector, Rector, do you have a uh, – you got a player that you, you were kind of surprised from or disappointed from this week? Yeah, I was uh, I was let down by Barkley there. Not, not <laughs> personally, but just uh, as uh, – 
as a fan, uh, it's it's hard to be that good of a player and be behind that shitty of a line. So I sort of feel bad for him there. But um, Hopkins, yeah, he surprised me. I, I knew he'd be good, but I didn't think it'd be this quick. So that was uh, that was nice to see. And Goddard, I'd say Goddard was a little bit of a hot surprise this week. Oh yeah, number two tight end there. But before we sign off, my hot take, my player reaction of the week. Golden Tate should have been started. I mean, that's it. Somebody like somebody else should have been started over Golden Tate. That's that's it. Like somebody else should have been started over Golden Tate. That's my take of the week. That's too All hot right, for anyone. Too hot for anyone. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we'll catch you next week. Uh, Rector Charles, hope to see you guys again. Signing off, one or two and crew, fancy football crew. Chuck, I'll see you on Sunday. All right, man. Take care now. Before we head home, I have one last question for Cameron Killick. What are you eating for dinner tonight? Zucchini, squash, tuna fish. Anything for dessert? Watermelon. Tuna fish.